Hey, thanks for listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. If you're in the Orlando area, we hope that you'll be able to join us for one of our services. Please check out faithassembly.org for more information or follow us on social media at faithORL. We hope that this message will be an inspiration to you and that you'll find all that God has for your life. Enjoy the message. Tell me if anyone has experienced this in the past few weeks. You've gone somewhere that you normally go, maybe to get food, maybe a store, and you ask for something completely reasonable, right? And they tell you that they're out because there's a shortage, right? It's crazy. Okay, so like I went to Starbucks and they were just flat out of lemonade. And I was like, you guys, I could just go to Publix and give you something. Like, it's okay. Um, I went, anyone like drink boba in here? So like, I love boba, right? And every time I go, I see a little sign. It's like, hey, we're not going to give you a lot because there's a shortage. And I'm like, all right, is it cheaper? No, it's more expensive. Okay. That sounds great. Um, there's shortages everywhere. There's a lumber shortage. You guys trying to build a house, probably don't do it right now. Um, there's really shortages all around. And I low-key kind of think sometimes that they're lying. I'm like, if I go in the back, is there really going to be a shortage? But I've never done that. <clears throat> not yet, at least. Uh, but, you know, it's not the first shortage we've had. And there was actually a, a really significant economic shortage that happened all the way in the book of Exodus to a really wealthy nation. Um, and, and once I read to you what happened to them, you're not going to be that mad about the boba. So in Exodus 12, uh, what's going on is that the Israelites, God's people, are finally leaving Egypt after 400 years of slavery. Uh, you've seen the Prince of Egypt, like maybe you know the story. And something peculiar happens on their way out of Egypt, and this is what it is in Exodus 12. It says, and the people of Israel did as Moses had instructed. They asked the Egyptians for clothing and articles of silver and gold. The Lord caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the Israelites. So they gave the Israelites whatever they asked for. So they stripped the Egyptians of their wealth. It's kind of like one of those peculiar verses that you can skip over when you read this story, but it's also really significant and I'll tell you why. The thing is that these, these people had been slaves. Their parents were slaves, their great grandparents were slaves all the way back 400 years. And as slaves, they owned nothing. So God is taking them out of Egypt into the promised land. And he does this really cool thing where he's like, hey, I'm gonna give you a bunch of gold. And so they take the gold from the Egyptians. But I, when I read this, I thought, why would they need that much gold? They're going to the promised land. What's that about? But this is why. In Exodus 25, God tells Moses that he wants him to build a tabernacle for him. He wants him to build a sanctuary where God himself can dwell with his people. And um, they might put up a, a video of the, what the tabernacle looks like. In, in modern day terms, this is how much uh, silver, gold, and bronze you would need to build this tabernacle that God describes. You would need about 2,000 pounds of gold, about 7,500 7, pounds of silver, um, and over 5,000 pounds of bronze. All in all, it would cost you about $62 million. They don't make stuff like that anymore. <laughs> um, and the Israelites, the only way they would have access to such extravagance was through this, this seemingly not eventful thing that they did where they asked for the riches of Egypt. And so God has this elaborate plan to give himself to his people, to build this structure that would bring him glory as they're coming out of poverty and slavery. And so this is his way of doing it. But because humanity hasn't changed much in thousands of years, this is what the people did with their gold instead. 
In Exodus 32, it says, all the people took the gold rings from their ears and brought them to Aaron. Then Aaron took the gold, melted it down and molded it into the shape of a calf. And when the people saw it, they exclaimed, oh Israel, these are your gods who brought you out of the land of Egypt. You know what Moses was doing when the Israelites were, were, were playing around like this? He was actually talking to God and he was actually getting the instructions for the tabernacle. And they got sick of waiting, like we get sick of waiting. And they said, well, God's blessed us with this abundance. So why don't we go ahead and just make it into whatever we want it to be? And like I said, humanity hasn't changed a whole lot because how many times have we taken God's blessings that are on their face good and melted them down into just something that brought us pleasure? Let us never take the gifts that God has given us and melt them into something that brings us glory when the point of the gift is to bring Him glory. You see, it's not bad to have blessings. Is anyone blessed in here? It's not bad to be blessed. It's not bad to have talent. It's not bad to have that 401k right on point. It's not bad. You're like, I invested in lumber, I'm good. <laughs> None of that's bad. It's not bad to be in love. Anyone in love? Some spouses like just got elbowed. They're like, yeah, raise your hand. Gio, he's wearing an I heart kind of on a shirt. Um, it's none of those things are, are negative. When they become negative is when we take them out of the purpose for which God gave us those blessings and we use it for our own purpose. And this is why it's dangerous because the worst place a person can be isn't broke. It's, it's not being broke. It's not being single. It's not being in school forever. The worst place a person could be is away from God. That's the worst place we could be. And wouldn't it be crazy if we let the good things he gave us, not the trials, not the storms, not the bad times, but the blessings, the good things, the good days, the sunshine. What if we let that be the thing that kept us ultimately from knowing him? Because see, God's plan for the gold was so much better than the calf. I mean, a $62 million structure for people who otherwise had been slaves for 400 years yet they were satisfied with the calf. Here's the thing, it's not that the tabernacle didn't get built because man can never destroy God's plan. The tabernacle was built and it was just a foreshadow of the temple that would be even more extravagant that would house the spirit of God. So like God's purpose happened. The heartbreaking part of this story is that those who chose to worship the calf never got to see God's purpose come through. Because in Exodus 32, 33 to 35, it says, but the Lord said to Moses, I will erase the name of everyone who has sinned against me. And then the Lord sent a great plague among the people because they had worshiped the calf that Aaron had made. Let me just ask you, amongst your blessings, amongst your good things, with all of your talent, are you pursuing the purpose that God gave it to you for, which would be his glory and to bring you closer to him or has it left you separated? Because this happened a long time ago, but the heart of man is unchanged. We still need Jesus. They didn't have Jesus like we have Jesus back then. And thank God that even right now today, if you're like, yes, everything I have has separated me from God, you can choose right now to let it not separate you anymore. Would you stand to your feet with me? 
We have a few more presentations, and this is one of them, but more than a presentation to maybe just uh, kind of observe, this is a time where if you feel separated from God, you can close that connection right now. Would everyone in this room go ahead and lift up your hands? Worship isn't just for the pastors. It's not just for the fine arts students. It's not for the church people. Parents in this room, if this is your first time here, we're so thankful. Friends in here, if it's your first time at church, we're so grateful. And right now you can lift up your hands as a sign of surrender and tell God, I never want anything to separate from me from you again. Go ahead and worship him as they lead us. Jesus, we love you, Lord. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. Thanks for joining with us in our pursuit of getting closer to Christ. Stay tuned for more messages released every week. God bless.